Welcome to Spa Academics, Episode 4. Kim Fox and Podcasting. Hello and welcome to Spa Academics. My name is Endurance Ido and Spa Academics is an interview-based feature where we get to catch up with University of Sunderland's expert researchers and academics. Today in the studio, I have with me not a University of Sunderland expert or researcher, but I have with me Professor Kim Fox from the University of Cairo. How are you doing today? Great. How about you? I'm doing all right. Good, good. Now, let's, let's get talking. Tell me about yourself. I currently live and work in Cairo, Egypt. I teach at the American University in Cairo. I've been there for about 13 years, teaching radio, audio, and podcasting and other journalism courses. But my hometown is in Akron, Ohio, in the U.S. Yeah, I've I've been working in radio for a number of years. So that's how I sort of transitioned from Ohio to Egypt. So let's talk about that transition. You've had a huge career in radio in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, and you were pretty much established in that field. What made you move from that to academics? The opportunity to teach. I had taught before. Uh, Before I moved to Cairo, I was working in public radio in the U.S., in Columbus, Ohio. But the opportunity to teach came up again, and I just thought it would be something I wanted to explore. I didn't know that I wanted to explore it in Egypt, but that was the opportunity that presented itself. And so I just took that leap of faith to hmm. say, let's let's try something a little different and, and see what this is about. And it's been a game changer to live in Egypt and to learn about you know living outside of the U.S., seeing the world through a different lens. Your, your career is solidly on radio, audio, and podcasting. I know this might sound cliche, but why audio? I've been attracted to audio from just like forever in the beginning. And you probably heard of this phrase, like the power of podcasting, the power of storytelling. And it really is very powerful. You know, what, what, you, what we get out of the voice and the nuances of telling stories is very strong. And I do like to hear stories. I do like to hear real life experiences. For me, that's been part of the draw. You know, I, list, I grew up listening to a lot of music, music on the radio, listening to people talk on the radio and have fun, lots of laughs. And I was listening, we, when I grew up, we had this one station, it was very popular, uh, WZAK. And on Saturday, they had this program. You could go anywhere in the city and everyone was playing that program. Like, that's very powerful. We're, and we have this collective experience that we get from listening to things in real time. So that's just stuck with me, it seems, for, for a lifetime. You are a teacher and you impact knowledge into people. Where I come from in Nigeria, we, always, we have the saying that says that um, the reward of teachers are in heaven. <laughs> Funny. Okay. But what does it feel like to have over 50 student viewers that have won international awards and recognition? What does it feel like for you to know that you've impacted that kind of knowledge? Just very proud students who come into a space and they get something out of it for them. And I really consider myself a coach that I'm able to sit with students and talk them through a process of what story do you want to tell, to give them that agency. Like I'm not telling them what to do. We, you know, assignments do have parameters and whatnot, but ultimately I want you to have the opportunity to tell a story that's very unique to you and it means something to you. And that's what people who listen to those stories that my students have produced say. 
Like, I would not have heard of that story or would not have known of that thing had I not heard it in this audio form that you have helped your students develop. So it's a, it's a great feeling, and especially to know that they go on to work in the field, not just, you know, do this award-winning audio that they do in college, but that they find value in it to want to have a career in the field as well. Now, what are you doing right now? Right now I'm on a year-long sabbatical that's coming to an end, but I have a lot of irons in the fire. I'm working on a couple of podcast series, uh, one about my experience and some other expats' experiences during the January 25th revolution in Egypt. Uh, So that one's really emotional and very powerful. I don't know if I'm going to get it done soon enough, but we'll see. And I'm working on a couple of research projects, some of them about minoritized audiences in the podcasting space. So there there are a lot of irons in the fire. And right now, because I'm going back to the classroom soon, I need to be working on course prep. For sure. <laughs> Is <Yeah>. that fun? <laughs> it, it's it's work. Let's just say. Let's keep it real, right? Okay, so moving away from that, you talked about the things that you're working on presently. Is there ever or is there anything that you really wished you've worked on, a particular subject or topic that has been of major interest to you, but you've not had the opportunity to produce or make it? I mean, I think I'm doing the things that I want to do. I really pride myself in saying no to things that are sort of not my area of focus. And saying no, but also maybe helping point people in another direction. Like, here's a person who's a better fit for that, but not me at this time. But for me, you know, I am working on the things that I want to work on. I would say time is, you know, the issue that we all have. Like, I am reflecting on, should I have done something different with my year-long sabbatical? in order to have more creative output, for example. Because I do love doing the creative work, working on uh, Adobe Audition and and things like that. But no, I I can't say that right now I'm missing something in that regard. Maybe more leisurely. Like, I wish I would have climbed more mountains and swam in the sea more. (laughs) That kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I'm missing. I'm sure you get get to do that someday. Yes, it's going to happen. More often. Now, away from that to... um, you are huge. You're big on radio, podcasting, and audio content. Now, talking about radio, what do you think all your years of working in radio, because you've, you've worked in, in the U.S. on radio, different radio platforms, what do you think is the most um, single factor that has maintained radio's popularity anywhere in the world? The ability to have access to it. So I've talked about smartphones, which are amazing. But everyone doesn't have a smartphone, per se. But you'll go to some communities and they have access to listening to the radio. And community radio plays a huge role in many parts of the world. So it is access to that medium. Um, A smartphone does have a barrier to getting that device. But it doesn't mean that those barriers are coming down a little bit and people are getting more access to it, for sure. It's the information that we also get from radio. If you're talking about community radio, again, the ability to mobilize an an audience around a particular topic, whether it's a life event that's good or bad. So that's where I feel like radio has a strength than some of the other media. And for me, it has always been about being able to show up and talk. You know, I don't have to do a lot of prep to get to work. And I know this from my early radio days. It's just like, what are you going to talk about? You might have to know in your head what you're going to talk about. But you generally can come and show up and talk. And that's the the beauty of it. Now, there's something we do on Sparkademics. It's called the five fire question. So it's quiz. You have to answer five questions in five seconds. Got it. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. One, two, ready, go. So the first question. 
what year did it teach your first class? I want to say 1980. No, I'm sorry. You have to be fast. No, I know. I'm like, it was 2023. Okay. I'm sorry. Duh. <laughs> the future. 2003. 2003. Okay. Who was the first celebrity you interviewed? This I don't know. I'm going to have to come back to that one. It, w- it would have been at my college radio state. I mean, my first commercial job in Cincinnati, Ohio. Wow. And we interviewed a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> now, I happen to know that you can speak a little bit of Arabic. So yeah. tell me what is I love you in Arabic. Ana beheb. Ana And people always also say habibi. And that means my yeah. love. Ah, that's good. Now, sport cars or bikes? Bike. Radio podcast. Oh, podcast? <laughs> I know my radio people are like, really? Radio is my, my love, my heart. Podcasts, you know, I'm glad that they're so close. But I do love listening to podcasts for the on-demand part. Now, you have lived um, the both side of the coin. You've been in active radio presentation. And you're also an academic teaching audio content to people. So for anyone who might be listening to us and would want to break into this industry, doesn't know how to go about it, what would be your advice to them? To go into radio or teaching or both? Both. Yeah. Find your passion. I mean, and that's the thing. For me, it's passion. I've always wanted to be in media. Uh, I mean, my my college degree is actually in video production, but I ended up working in radio and I found that that was where my my passion and my love was. So I would say find your passion and try to just do, do the thing and do it a lot and really figure out how you can make your mark in that area. In terms of academia, I would say something similar. You have to find your tribe. You know, where are you going to find the people who are doing things that you like to do, who are going to motivate you to be better at things. And I think I've, I found that at my university. I found that with folks outside of my, my university, which, which is what brings me to the UK in the first place, that I've developed this network where, you know, we just want to share knowledge and, and, be, and be amongst each other. So I would say try to duplicate that on your own and in your own method. Thank you so much for having this conversation with us. We hope to catch up with you some other time. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Spacademics. Still, we see you next time and then we'll bring to you another Spacademics. Thank you for listening to Spacademics. This series is produced by Mariam Al-Mahamid and Endurance Edo. Music by Sean Boyle. This episode is presented by Endurance Edo. And a special thanks to our guest, Ken Fox. For more episodes of Spacademics, visit our website sparksunderland.com forward slash podcast.